0: We're on problem nineteen. Problem nineteen. If k and x and y are positive numbers satisfying. let's see, what did they write? They wrote x to the minus four third, x to the minus four third is equal to k to the minus two y to the four y to the positive four third is equal to n squared. What is x y to the minus two-thirds in terms of n and k? All right, so we just have to rewrite this in terms of n and k. So let me write it big. So x y to x y to the minus two-thirds, that equals x to the minus two-thirds. That's x to the minus two thirds times y to the minus two thirds. We know what x to the four thirds is. This is what I wrote here. It might not be that legible. Sorry. So this is a four, right? We know what x to the minus four thirds is. So can we write this, rewrite this as you know, x to the minus four thirds to something? Well, sure. We could write rewrite this this term right here. We could write this as, let me write it right below it so you don't get too confused, as x to the minus 4 thirds, and then you raise that to the 1 half power. This is the same thing as this. How do I know that? Well, if I multiply 4 thirds times 1 half, because I'm raising something to an exponent, and then that to an exponent, if I multiply minus 4 thirds times 1 half, I get minus 2 thirds, right? The 4, you know, this 2 cancels out, this becomes a 2, and this is what I get. You can try it out. Similarly, I want to write this second term. I'm going to do it in green. This y to the minus 2 thirds. I know what y to the 4 thirds is, right? So I want to write it as y to the 4 thirds to some other power. So 4 thirds times what is equal to minus 2 thirds? Well, 4 thirds times minus 1 half. And you could try it out. four thirds times minus one half is equal to minus two thirds right You get positive times a negative equals a negative. and then the four and the two end up just be the two. sorry, I'm burping. So what does this become? Well, we know what x to the minus four thirds is right x to the minus four thirds is equal to k to the minus two. So this e- that first term is equal to this is equal to k no, that's too dark right k. To the minus two, and then we're raising that to the one half, right? That's the same one half right there, and then y to the four thirds. What's y to the four thirds? Well, that's n squared. That's n squared, and then that's of course to the minus one half, and then we can multiply. What's k? What's minus two times one half? Well, it's just minus one. So it's k to the minus one, and that's what's two times. Minus 1 half. What's minus 1 again? So k to the minus 1, n to the minus 1. And that's the same thing as 1 over kn or 1 over nk, which is choice A. And I now I just realized that there's actually an easier way to do that. We could have done it like this. We could have just said, let me see, let me erase this stuff just because it's, I think, good for you to know the easier way instead of the way I just showed you how to do it. Let me erase all of this. I think we would have saved some steps. and little more intuitive. Let me erase all of this. I just wanted to keep what I had written before. Erase, erase, erase. OK, I think that's good enough. You could just ignore the stuff on the right. So we could have simplified these ahead of time. We could have said x to the minus 4 3rd is equal to k to the minus 2. If we raised both of these to the 1 half power, if we raised both of these to the 1 half power, to the 1 half power, we would get what? Minus 4 thirds times 1 half is, we would have gotten x to the minus 2 thirds is equal to, what's k, negative 2 times 1 half? It's negative 1, right? It would have equal k to the negative 1. And similarly, if we had raised y to the 4 thirds, equals n squared. If we had raised both of those to the minus 1 half, if you do something on one side of the equation, you just have to do it on the other, then you would have gotten y to the minus 2 thirds is equal to n to the minus 1. And then this would have been really easy to solve. xy to the minus 2 thirds is the same thing as x to the minus 2 thirds times y to the minus 2 thirds. x to the minus 2 thirds is k to the minus 1. And y to the, two, y to the negative 2 thirds is n to the minus 1. So it would have been k to the minus 1, n to the minus 1. And That's 1 over nk. Well, I guess in hindsight I could say this was easier, but you know, the way we did it would have also worked. And you really don't know sometimes which one will be the shortcut when you do it the first time. But either way it could have worked. You could have simplified ahead of time if you had, saw that, if you had seen that you wanted to get it into 2 thirds, not 4 thirds, because they had a 2 thirds here. Or you could just go the way we did it the first time. Either way works next problem problem number 20 okay functions of f and g so i'm going to have to do some drawing here hopefully I have enough time so i have to draw two of them so let me that one's going to be for f and this one's going to be for g this is going to be for g and what points are there so f of x Let's see, there's like you go f of x has two points back and it intersects there. And it intersects at the point minus 1, comma 1, 2, 3, so it intersects here. And then it goes through the origin and then it goes to 1, minus 3, so that's 1, 2, 3, 1. So it goes here. And then it, it goes at 2, comma 0 and intersects here. So let me try to draw that. So the graph looks something like this. It goes up, intersects this point, comes down through the origin, comes down here, and then goes up like that. (coughs) That is y equals f of x. Y equals f of x. Now what does g of x do? What does g of x do? G of x goes to two comma one. So one, two, comma one. 2 comma 1, as to 4 minus 5, so 2, 3, 4, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 4 minus 5, 4 minus 5, and then it goes back up. So it, it looks something like this. It goes down, comes up like that, goes back up like that. The figures above show the graphs of the functions f and g. The function f is defined by, so this one, f is f of x, is equal to x to the third minus four x. The function g of x, g of x, is equal to f of x plus h plus k, where h and k are constants. What is the value of k? So essentially, what they're saying is g of x is f of x shifted up or down by some value k, right? Because when you add a constant to a function, you're just you're just moving it up or down by some value K and when you add H when you add H that means you're shifting it you're shifting it to the let me make sure I get this right so if I if it was X minus H that means you're shifting it to the right by H so X plus H means you're shift, shifting it to the left shifting it to the left by H by H so K is the easy one right? This point corresponds to this point. So how much did we shift down? This is the point this is the point negative one comma three and this is the point this is the point two comma 1. 2, one. So we went from y equals three to y equals one, right? So we shifted down by two. So k is going to be minus two. And similarly you can do it with this point. So k is equal to minus two. Now we have to figure out how much we shifted left or right. So similar, these are the corresponding points, because you can kind of look at them in the graph. So we went from minus one to positive two. We went from minus one to positive two. So we shifted to the right. We shifted to the right by three. right? And you could do the same thing with this point here at the bottom. We shifted to the right by three. So if I wanted to shift f of x to the right by three, I would write it like this: f of x of x. Minus 3. That's how I would shift a function to the right by 3. They're saying plus h, so h has to be minus 3. h is minus 3. And minus 3 times minus 2? Well, that's positive 6, which is choice e.